Hello, Polytopians. Thanks for tuning in to the Polytopian Times. I'm your host, Sam, and today we are just going to have a quick chat about my thoughts on the uh, the latest and the greatest in the new meta now that the uh, the new Path of the Ocean update and the naval rework's uh, finally out. So, without further ado... I guess one of the first things I sort of noticed is the um, the pace of the economy has changed a bit. You know, you're focused more on expanding and growing with your base Texans. It's not like um, even on continents or more of these naval heavy maps, you're not just rushing out customs houses immediately because that's they don't really work that way anymore. So you, you can get ports fast, but you you need to get windmills or sawmills or forges up you know whatever and and usually a few of them and then align them nicely next to a port if you really want to maximize your uh, your income here uh to get your markets going but they're also good on dry lands just as good on dry lands um well almost as good the ports are a nice bonus but uh you know um it, it's not that rush anymore there's not like that point where you like sort of hit a peak and then you just start snowballing your economy up till you're like maxed down all your customs house placements like it used to be um there's definitely more room to grow up in your economy but i think there's uh it's starting to be where it's it, it's just as viable to just focus on getting the mid-tier economy up before you even worry about the market and i find many games wind up ending while you're in the early and mid-tier of the economy and um you don't wind up getting too far and lots of people still go to the sea early and there's still lots of reason to do it um i think the two most common texts gotten in the game in naval terms are obviously going to be sailing and then fishing. Um, people want to be able to go on ocean tiles, and I generally find that you're going to be running into ships, not rammers, in the early and early mid game. Um, that's not always the case. Sometimes, like somebody needs the aqua farms to get a level up, but seems like more often than not, you're running into ships. And uh, that's really where the focus is going to be there. And then there's more variety. The tribe balance has changed a lot, that's for sure. For example, Yadok doesn't have as strong of a start anymore having roads because roads cost more at three stars now, so they don't have that nice, neat little initial level-up ramp into organization where it all flowed nicely and they could really tightly pull off a, a three-turn bit where they maybe got a two cities, like linked them in with roads, got some level-ups on the capital and used that to get an organ. That's not really a viable option anymore for them, which I didn't really notice at first but is kind of an impact as you go on uh polaris is interesting too i don't know i i like the auto freeze ability i don't feel like they're too weak in that area and i haven't really gotten them too deep into a late game but i also haven't played them i've only played against them so i haven't seen you know uh, really what we've got going on there i'd have to mess with them a little bit more and focus more on the standard tribes these days um just trying to get into it I do find Zabasi plays a little stronger than they used to, solely because they are very close to getting a bunch of windmills up. They start out with farms. They're going to have a whole bunch of them. It's easy to get good windmill placements, and then you can use those windmills to get to markets actually fairly quickly. And uh, conveniently enough, their terrain is great for riders, so you have plenty of incentive to go rider roads down that way, uh, especially if you want to, say, just put a bridge across the continent instead in a key place that you can control the crossing of. Um, that's always an option, too. Uh, I do like these, uh, continent layouts with the rivers in them. Um, still playing around with the spawns, but overall, it's, it's interesting. Definitely, uh, a change up from the old way, although, as far as I can tell, it seems very often you'll spawn on the same continents divided by a river from your opponent or from your opponents. 
Um, although that's not always the case, but uh, it does seem to be more oft likely. Uh, Pangea is also very interesting, basically just drylands with a, a whole ring of water around it. So you can do dryland stuff in the middle, or you know, if you want to play some navy and focus on the coast and uh, play into the drylands as you go around, that's that's an option too. Um, a lot of a lot of choices there, but um, yeah, I guess in terms of economy, you're gonna find yourself really focused on just brushing that early on economic bit there. Giants feel the same on land for the most part, but at sea, the uh, the new splash damage effect that they have is quite powerful, quite good. I do like their, uh, their level up there. Although, again, it's uh, just like having giants on land in terms of being able to uh, kite around and kill them at a distance. So you can still peg them off before they get too close, but uh, like on the river, if you put a giant in a boat on that river, it can really do a lot of damage on route to a city and um, mess up a defensive line. So you can, you know, maybe force a bridgehead that way without even embarking your giant, just moving him up and down while you cross with uh, some rafts or something. Or uh, lay down a bridge, maybe. Um, yeah, that doesn't stop the giant from moving around. So always an option there. I am seeing less rider roads, but they're still around, still viable, still a decent option, even though it's a little more expensive to get now. You're not getting roads quite everywhere, but... I find once you're in the mid-game and anywhere further on, once you have a strong enough economy, the extra star really doesn't delay people from opting to maybe pop down that random road so they can run through the forest and get a certain hit to either get a village or take a ruin or whatever nifty little ploy you need to make. So um, it still happens. The difference is it just doesn't happen as early as it used to be. It's not an immediate um, run-for-this-and-win sort of situation like it used to be. Um, so I think there is that. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. It, it still plays very engagingly. It's just uh, in in the maps I've played, there's definitely this heavier focus on the Navy. Everybody's very uh, uh, charmed and in love with the new Naval setup, too. So you want to play with a bit. But um, I really want to get into more of these uh, Pangea and Dryland maps and just see how uh, the markets play out on a Dryland setup. And I'm trying to find the best tribe to try and rush into them. So far, obviously, I've been playing with Zabasi just because they have the farms and thus can get to windmills easy. Vengir as well as an option, although they have a much weaker start, which is why I have not been playing them. But they do get quick access to forges. Um, or Chinchi would be a solid start if you're willing to um, delay a little bit on your way up. I do like the turn zero start with Zabasi, but that does also get you to strong forge placements, which means you can have solid markets with that. Um, Hudrick and Barter should do well with sawmills, and, um, uh, on the off chance they get their forge down, that can be a solid enough spot to put down your, uh, your market. If you can get your market down next to just a forge and a sawmill or a windmill, then you got your four stars. If you can somehow manage to get all three around it with the right placement, then you've got yourself six stars per turn, you know, so it's... Pretty, pretty good, and I think there's a lot of viability here. It's just, um, again, you don't see people rushing down to it the way you used to, but it's also very new in this meta, and it's it's fun being in a brand new meta, a brand new sort of way to play the game. I'm glad to see we've got some change-ups, even though it's mostly familiar, but there's enough change. You know, I thought Kiku would be an immediate and overwhelming win, but 
I don't know. You know, they, they, it's not like they're off immediately to sea. You still have to go and buy sailing before you can lay down your port and get into it. You've just got the ability to get fish and then immediately go into the deep water. But I haven't played with them in the latest beta patch anyways. Um, again, they, they're great, but they aren't super conducive to getting those fun market placements up. And I want to see what we can really do with the market. I feel like there's a lot of potential here. But anyways, I've been going in circles here, so, um... Thanks, as always, for listening on in Polytopians. It's, it's a fun new meta we're in here. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. We're going to see many updates as is, and it's, it's been fun to see all my friends' renewed interest, too. It's good to get some uh, games in with the IRL friends, as well as all the folks on the Discord. Um, but there's more to come you know we've still gotta learn how this works before we really talk about how best to play the game um and you know that is that i'll uh, have to get e-spark in on one of these episodes at some point in time when she's uh not too busy with her polychamps content and we'll uh talk about what we think of the current meta layout she'll probably have some more uh, incisive comments on the state of things and she's a much more active player than i am these days but uh you know, either way around, we'll certainly have some fun insights for you, gal. And, um, again, I don't want to drag this out any longer, so thanks as always for tuning in, Polytopians, and until next time, see ya.